Welcome to the Second Half Success Plan Podcast. I'm your host and midlife success strategist, Odell Anderson, and I'm here to help you thrive in the second half of life by leaving regrets behind and pursuing the big goals God has for you. Show notes for this episode can be found at secondhalfsuccessplan.com forward slash post forward slash episode two. My wife and I watch this show called Ready to Love that's uh, on the OWN network. And it's a show, it's a reality game show. I wouldn't even call it a game show. It's a reality show where the host tries to match up single individuals over the course of several weeks and over the course of time, individuals get eliminated if they're determined or it's been determined that they are not ready to love based upon their behavior and based upon feedback from a lot of the other participants on the show. And every week, the host of the show will meet separately with the men and the women for them to discuss the progress they made during that week, who they went out on dates with what their impressions of those individuals were. And when he meets with the men, he calls it the gentleman's lounge. And the men that are there, they'll you know, talk about the ladies that they went on, out on dates with, who they have a connection with, who they don't have a connection with, and why. And usually at the end of these gentleman lounge sessions, they'll decide upon one or two ladies that they've determined are not ready to love and henceforth their journey in this competition or on the show will end. And the ladies do something similar in the in the ladies' lounge. On one of the episodes in the gentlemen's lounge, the conversation veered away from discussing the ladies that they've gone out with and who's ready and who's not. And one of the guys took some time to give some kudos and show some appreciation for one of, for one of the other brothers. Now, these guys, when they come on the show, they don't really know each other. It's just they're all in the same city, but they don't know each other. So they've developed friendship. They've developed relationships during their time there. And one of the guys spoke kindly and gave a lot of kudos for one of the other brothers who helped him move. Uh, he said, listen, I called this brother up and he was right there. He was ready to work. He helped me move from point A to point B. He showed up in the clutch, man. This brother's A1. He's a good dude. And then all the other guys chimed in as well to say, yeah, he's a solid cat. It's a good dude. I really enjoyed this brother. And it got teary-eyed. You know, guys started tearing up a little bit. One of the things that was said in there is, as men, there isn't a whole lot of uh, bonding or sharing or appreciation shown to black men in a lot of cases. Certainly, uh, society has not done a very good job of demonstrating that appreciation, even with our own black community there may also not have been a lot of appreciation shown for black men. So in that moment to hear one brother say to another brother, hey, you're a solid dude. I really appreciate you. What you did was incredible. Thank you so much. Brought a lot of the guys to tears. Uh, one of the guys even said that he didn't grow up hearing or hearing expressions of appreciation or being thanked or uh, being told whether or not he was good, bad, or indifferent, or just certainly not being told that he was doing something well. So it's really powerful, that moment. And it went to show how important it is to have 
a tribe of men or men who can gather around you, men that you can talk to, men that you can share with, men that you can be vulnerable with, because it helps to strengthen the other brothers around as iron sharpens iron. This also reminds me of a men's event that we had at my church a couple of weeks ago as of this recording. It's uh, July 2021. So this happened around Father's Day of June 2021. But a men's event and it had been a while since the men had had a chance to, to gather. Obviously, we didn't have a chance to do this in June of 2020. Every June, we, we call that men's month. We have men's emphasis month, where we try to do things to emphasize the men in the church and do things that sort of center around brotherhood and, and manhood and how to be a better man, how to be a better Christian man, how to be a Christian black man, particularly in this world that we're in. So it had been a while since we had a chance to physically gather. and We gathered at a park uh, that's local to us, and about uh, roughly 15, maybe 20 brothers showed up, and we called it our uh, lunch, laugh, and level up event, is what we called it, where uh, everyone brought their own food and their own lawn chair, and we had a chance to break bread. There was some laughter as you sort of sort of get some of the pleasantries out of the way. How's everything? How's it going? A lot of uh, ribbing of one another. When, when you get enough guys together, there's going to be some joning. There's going to be some, some clowning of one another. So there's all, there was a healthy dose of that, a healthy bit of that. But then after some after some after the dust settled and we got into some discussions and I was uh, asked to be the moderator of the discussion. So I asked some questions just to inspire some conversation and get people talking and get them sharing and get them being open. Uh, and it took a second. As guys, as men, we don't open up immediately on a lot of things. It takes a second for us to be transparent and vulnerable. But once we did, towards the tail end of the outing, we were only supposed to be there for two hours. Started at 11, ended at 1. We ended up going over by an hour because uh, it really got good. It got intense. It got real. Uh, the kinds of things that the men shared with one another, the testimonies that came out of that. And we all walked away stronger. We all acknowledged that this kind of setting where men talk and where men share and where men can be vulnerable and transparent doesn't happen often, and it needs to happen more. That was one of the big takeaways that we ultimately wanted to have the men walk away from this event is that you can find support with through and with other men, that there's no need to go through any journey alone, that certainly there are going to be certain things that another brother is going to have to hold you up on, that you're going to going to need some help. And it's good to be surrounded with men that can support you in that regard. So when it comes to planning your success with the second half of life, sometimes even before you decide upon what you want to be successful at in the second half, where you want to go, what specific goals, the bigger question might be, who are you surrounding yourself with? Who's going to be in your gentleman's lounge that you can kick it with, that you can chop it up with uh, on a service level? And then once some of those layers get peeled back, once the dust settles on some of the pleasantries and some of the ha-has and hee-hees, you guys can actually start to talk about real things, real issues, real challenges, and share one another's struggles. One of the things that came out of the men's event was how similar some of the stories were, how 
similar some of the challenges have been. Maybe everyone wasn't going through that at that time, but everyone could identify a time in their life when they felt like that or when they went through something like that. And it was good to hear that because you know you're not alone and it's helpful to know that others have been there or are going through it with you and you guys can support one another, walk with one another, bear one another's weight, which makes the ultimate burden lighter across the board. So the question and the opportunity for you to examine at this point in the stage in your life, and probably you've already got some people that you hang, up, hang out with. You have some friends, you have some colleagues, some comrades, some, some brothers in Christ, or just brothers that you grew up with or whomever. But the question is, are you intentional about being in the presence of these guys? And are you intentional about engaging in these kinds, kinds of conversations? Uh, and maybe it happens in a lounge-like setting. Obviously, we're, as of this, this recording, we're still dealing with some COVID-19 protocol issues. So whether or not that can happen physically, it certainly can. Things are certainly opening up here in the States when I'm recording this. So it can, be, it can happen outside. It doesn't have to. It can happen virtually. I'm part of a, a men's group with my church, and we meet virtually, have met virtually for quite a while, at least once a month. And uh, we chop it up and then we discuss some things and uh, everyone has a chance to let everyone else know what's going on in their lives. And, and that's a good thing. So the opportunity, what I believe with you, what I would challenge you to do is um, who's going to be in your gentleman's lounge? Who are the individuals that you want to have in your lounge? Having men around in the same situation or similar situation, men that you can look up to, men that you can walk beside, and maybe even some that you can lead. That would be a good thing as you're plotting the second half of your life. That's one of the areas where, by and large, we want to have success is in our, the relationships that we have with the people that are most important in our lives, who we surround ourselves with can more so than anything else determine how successful we're going to be at the what's in our lives. When we get the who's in our life right, the what's can sometimes almost take care of themselves. Thank you for listening to the Second Half Success Plan Podcast. If you found it helpful in any way, consider leaving a rating and review and sharing it with other Christian black men in midlife that you know. Cheers to your future success and take care.